At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. A few years ago, my ex-husband and I were eating at the mall with my two-year-old daughter. She was happily munching on a cookie and watching Yo Gabba Gabba on my phone. This old Japanese man, probably 70, walked up to us and started commenting on how pretty she is and how she looks so healthy. I say thank you. Old people always love adorable kids, so I don't freak out immediately. He then proceeds to stroke her cheek and run his hands through her hair and talks about how we should bring her to his office because he's a pediatrician and he'd love to treat her. I pick her up from the high chair and hold her in my lap so he won't touch her again. My ex-husband tries to politely give cues for him to go the fuck away, but he doesn't take the hint. Then, while I'm holding her, he bends over and runs his hand over her leg and gives her this creepy smile and says, It's okay, I'm a pediatrician. I scoot back, glaring as I say, Don't touch my fucking kid, and stand up to start putting her in my stroller. We leave, and he follows us out to the car, asking to play with my daughter. A few weeks pass, and I go back to the same mall and end up bumping into him again. This time, my ex-husband was at work. So, I'm in Sephora and picking up some makeup and I have my back turned for a minute and hear, Mommy! and turn to see the fucker holding my daughter. I get her back from him and loudly say, Get the fuck away from my child! and go to mall security to tell them. They couldn't find him. After that, we never went back to the mall. This happened when I was four or five years old. I was at a rather large toy store with my dad and sister, who was two years older than me, so that I could pick out a birthday present for a friend of mine. My dad and I were looking at the Lego they had available, while my sister was shuffling around, bored out of her mind. At some point, she wandered away. I was looking at the box of a castle set, wishing that it was my birthday coming up. When my sister returned... She tugged on my dad's arm. What is it, sweetheart? He asked without looking away from the box he was holding. 
I think he also wished it was his birthday coming up too. There's a man... Oh, never mind, he's gone now. My dad looked at her. What man? He asked. There was a man who asked if I wanted to come see his puppy, and I said that I'd had to ask you first, but I don't know where he went. My dad took the box out of his hands and put it back on the shelf. Then took my hand in his and put his other hand around my sister's shoulders. Well, let's go find him, my dad exclaimed and began leading us towards the exit. Now, like I said, this toy store was rather large and we were walking very fast. When we got near the checkouts, my sister pointed out a man who was just about to leave the store and said, That's him! I could see how she recognized him from behind as he had very long hair and went halfway down his back. I remember him having a black winter coat on, which was strange because it was a pretty warm day. We walked even faster until we were at the nearest checkout and my dad said to us, Stay here with this nice lady for a second, okay guys? Referring to the cashier. He then ran up behind the man who was now almost out the door and threw his hand on his shoulder so hard I could hear it. My dad spun him around to face him, then began yelling, Where's the puppy? Where's this puppy you wanted to show my daughter? People around started looking over at the commotion, and my dad continued, You wanted to take my daughter to see her puppy? Where is it? I want to see the puppy too! The man was stammering and stuttering and trying to get away, but my dad had a firm grasp on the guy's shoulder. Turning his head to where we were standing, my dad yelled to my sister, Is this the guy who asked you to come see his puppy? My sister silently nodded her head, then looked at her shoes. I think she thought she was in trouble. I didn't blame her. Our dad was yelling really loudly, Is the puppy in your car? Where's your car? Is that it over there? He pointed out the glass door into the parking lot. Or is that your car? Is that where the puppy you wanted to show my six-year-old daughter is? I remember thinking that if he just let go of the guy, he could lead us to the puppy. Before I knew it, three men in yellow jackets had come. There was a word on their jackets, which I couldn't read, though I knew all of the letters. S-E-C-U-R-I-T-Y. My dad let go of the man, and the yellow fellows held him instead. My sister was crying by this point. My dad walked back to us, once again taking my hand in one of his own and putting the other around my sister's shoulders. He asked the cashier if she had a phone he could use and she took us to the office. He called our mom to come pick us up, then assured my sister that she was not in trouble. In fact, she was in the least amount of trouble anyone has ever been in the history of the world simply by coming and asking for his permission to see the puppy. I asked him if we were still going to see it, and he just looked at me and said, Sorry, son. The puppy ran away. Our mom came in just a few minutes, and as we were leaving, there were police cars pulling up. Are they going to help find the puppy? My sister asked my mom, but she said, No, no, they're here for something else. The other day, after reading through a lot of stories, I remembered this incident and asked my dad about it. Apparently, when the cops searched his car, 
They found rope, duct tape, a knife, pliers, and a hacksaw. At the guy's apartment, they found the shitload of child porn. My dad and sister testified at his trial, and the guy got 20 years, which means he's out now. I also asked my dad if my sister knows about the stuff in his car. He said no, and to keep it that way. I used to take the bus everywhere. I'd go to my piano lessons downtown on the bus and be back by like 9.30pm unless I missed a bus or something happened to it, like a flat tire or maybe a crazy person. One night, I missed it twice because first, I was in this little store using the restroom and it passed. And the second time, the bus literally just drove past me without stopping even though I was waving my arms. I was sitting out at the bus stop at about 9.20 p.m. on this lonely street downtown when a car stopped in front of me and rolled down the window. This guy asked me if I wanted a ride. I couldn't see his face because it was dark, but he had this deep but sweet voice. I politely declined. Come on, it's not safe for a beautiful young girl like yourself to be out here alone. I'm fine, thanks, I said. He said okay and drove off. A few minutes later, the bus came and I happily got on. I got to my bus stop and started walking home. The bus stop closest to my house was about a 20 minute walk. I was walking down the street when I had this unnerving feeling. It was dark and much later than the usual time I would be walking, but it wasn't that. It was something else. I looked around and noticed this parked car a few ways behind me. I kept walking down the sidewalk. I heard a soft noise, such as an engine to a car that I hadn't noticed before. I looked back and realized the car behind me was on, but had the headlights off. I started walking faster and looked back to see the car driving a bit faster as well. I just stopped and turned around and waved so he or she would know I noticed him. I didn't know why I thought that would be a good idea. The car drove closer to me and a chill ran down my spine when I recognized it. It was the same damn car from downtown. It got next to me and rolled down the window. Are you sure you don't want that ride? The creep asked. I couldn't believe he had followed me. I wanted to say something boldly and show him I wasn't afraid and for him to leave me alone. But what came out was a quivering. No, the th- thanks. I started speed walking, but the guy sped up and parked right on the sidewalk, nearly running me over. I screamed and ran around the car, but the guy opened the door and grabbed me. I was 17 at the time and a whopping 109 pounds so my kicks and punches against him were not a match. I was sure I was dead. The next thing I know was a pair of headlights pointed straight at us and honking like crazy. The man turned and still tried to shove me in the car, but was more distracted by the other car now. It was my dad and my brother. Turns out they hadn't noticed I wasn't home because I always got home and just locked myself in my room. When they realized I wasn't home, they drove to the bus stop where I get off and saw me getting attacked by that man. 
My brother jumped out of our car so fast and came running at us. The man dropped me and tried getting in his car, but my dad had gotten to us too, and both him and my brother proceeded to beat the guy up. My brother then took me to our car while my dad had the man pinned down. We called the cops and the guy was arrested. Long story short, he got convicted and it turns out he had been in jail before for indecent exposure to a young girl. He had tried to go to the next level by kidnapping me and doing whatever the hell he would have done. I got picked up for the rest of the year instead of taking the bus home and got a taser and pepper spray as well as defense lessons. I'm pretty good at self-defense now, but luckily haven't had to use them. My dad and brother saved me that night. When I was about seven years old, I was at a friend's birthday party. We went to the local cinema with a group of six other kids, my friend and her mother. I had to go to the bathroom during the movie and I told her mom, assuming she'd come with me. Because even then, I knew going places alone as a child could be dangerous. But she didn't go with me. I went out to the bathroom alone. And I must mention, this was a small local cinema, which was really old and most of the time empty. Not like regular theaters that nowadays always have people bustling about. Anyway, on the way to the bathroom, I saw some guy leaning against a popcorn counter seemingly with nothing to do. I thought maybe he's just waiting for his kid to come out of the bathroom or something. At this place, the bathroom was one small room that was separated into two stalls for men and two stalls for women. The guy came in about a minute after me. I could see his shadow under the door of the stall I was in. He was walking back and forth outside it. He shouldn't have been over on the woman's side and no one else was in the bathroom with us, so I started panicking. I stayed in there for a couple of minutes because I was too scared to go out. He eventually left, so I decided to go back. When I walked out of the bathroom, he was standing there, blocking the doorway, standing with his arms and legs spread out like he was ready to grab me and scoop me up. My heart started racing. He was more than twice my size, I was terrified. I thought fast enough to jump through the gap between his legs. I skidded on the carpet and burned my knees, but I got up as fast as I could and ran back to the screen the party was at. I wish it ended there. That night at home, I remember hiding this baby doll I had because I thought the guy was going to come for me and I wanted to protect her. My mom noticed me acting weird and asked what was wrong. I blurted out that a man tried to grab me when I was at the cinema. She kind of brushed it off, but I think she was trying to act like nothing was wrong for my sake. Though, I saw in her eyes she was worried. Later, I heard her and my dad talking, and she came to ask me what the guy looked like. She asked, did he have a black mustache? He did. Did he have messy hair? He did. But how did she know all of these things? Turns out, he was at our fucking house earlier that day, replacing a window, and must have heard my mom and I talking about the party. 
I don't know what he was planning on doing if he grabbed me. Kidnapped me? Something else? I'm just glad he didn't. This happened a few months ago. I was at a club for my friend's birthday and we had a table with around a dozen friends with us. When we get there, a guy immediately starts to hit on me. He seemed super weird and I had a boyfriend so I politely declined his advances. Then shit got weird. While out, I feel like I see him everywhere and it started to freak me out but at the time, I didn't sense any danger. Fast forward an hour and I'm chatting with a friend from high school who happened to be the bartender. Creepy guy comes up and orders a drink for him and myself, which I decline and explain to my bartending friend that we already have a table, so I am good on drinks. Creepy guy didn't like that. He gave me shit about not accepting his offer and how he's trying to be nice. However, during his nice guy speech, he picked up my drink to refill it which I again declined and asked him to excuse me while I chatted with my friend. I finished my drink, the one he picked up earlier, and finished it without thinking much more of the creeper. About 30 minutes later, I became very sick and disoriented and had my friend help me to the restroom since I felt so dizzy. After a while, I felt sick again and my female friend was nowhere to be seen so I walked myself to the bathroom. While waiting at the door, the creeper swooped in and held onto my waist very tight and asked if I wanted to come up to his table upstairs to meet his friends. I kept telling him no, that I need to get back to my friends, and he began dragging me towards the stairs, telling me a list of disgusting, perverse things that I will refuse to tell you guys. At that point, I was terrified but my legs literally didn't work. He was carrying me upstairs. As soon as he got up there, he requested his valet to go home. At this point, I know I'm in danger, but my purse is missing and so is my phone. While he was waiting outside, the bouncer makes a comment about my behavior and the creeper shrugs it off as too much alcohol. As we were waiting for the valet, Six of my friends burst from behind the door and began screaming at the creeper while one of my female friends grabbed me and pulled me back inside. I passed out soon after that and woke up at 5pm on my friend's couch. I thought I had alcohol poisoning until I went to the ER and found out I was drugged with ketamine while out the night before. This guy intended to drug me and take me home with him. Since then, I have refused to go out without my boyfriend always around me. I avoid that bar at all cost in case the creeper ever comes back. And I know to watch my drink like a hawk whenever I'm out. A valuable life lesson learned from a terrifying experience. About four years ago, I lived in a college town while my husband attended the university there. I had two small daughters, a two-year-old and a six-month-old, and we loved the city. It was super family-friendly and had tons of great places for me to spend time with my kids. One of these great places was a public library. The children's section was secluded from the rest of the building, 
so the kids were free to run and play without disturbing anyone. There were toys and puppet shows, a huge train set, and an awesome princess castle. My kids loved it, so we hung out there at least twice a week. One morning, I loaded my kiddos up and headed to the library. My two-year-old was playing with the castle, her favorite, while I held the six-month-old baby a few feet away. A woman approached me, gushing about how cute my baby was. I was pretty used to this. My daughter was a stunning baby. Big brown eyes, dark ringlets, and the chubbiest cheeks ever. People always came up to me, complimenting her. But this woman was different. My mommy senses started going off. I got a pit in my stomach and was immediately put on edge. She stood way too close to me and was touching my baby girl way too much. She was pinching her cheeks and rubbing her head, grabbing her little hands and kissing her, inching closer and closer all the while. She kept saying, Oh, I just love babies. She's so pretty. I just love her. And this sort of manic sing-song voice. I kept trying to put a little distance between us, but she wouldn't have it, always inching closer. Then she started asking to hold her. I immediately made excuses. She's pretty tired. We need to go soon. She's really attached to me. She'll just cry. Looking back, I wish I had just told her to leave us alone. But I was nervous and didn't know what she was trying to do, so I defaulted to politeness. After a moment or two, my baby dropped her binky into the floor and the woman stooped down to grab it for me. But instead of just handing it to me, she put it in her own mouth supposedly to clean it off, then tried to pop it back into my daughter's mouth. I snatched it and told her I needed to go. She said, Oh, please, let me hold the baby before you go. I obviously told her no and started trying to get my older daughter's attention so that we could leave. The woman then said, Oh, I just love babies. I just can't help it. And grabbed my daughter from my arms. She then started inching away from me. By this point, I was petrified and furious. I firmly said, Give me back my child. Lunched for her and grabbed my baby back. I had to practically push her away from me. She had started scooting closer again as soon as the baby was out of her arms. I grabbed my older girl and hightailed it out of the building, hoping to escape as fast as I could. As I approached my car, I realized that the woman had followed us out to the parking lot. She was still gushing. Oh, you have two beautiful babies. I felt sick to my stomach. I realized that while I was buckling the baby into her car seat, my two-year-old would be standing next to me where this crazy woman could potentially grab her. And sure enough, she was inching closer and closer to us every second. I was certain at this point that she was going to try to steal one of my kids. I was shaking and close to tears, but my adrenaline kicked in and I was somehow able to pick up both kids and buckle them safely in the car without letting go of them. As I was pulling away, I watched a woman in my rearview mirror. She just stood there in the parking lot, watching my car 
until we were out of sight. I didn't go back to the library for a long time after that.